Hey guys, I'm Meg. I'm Tev. And this is Coffee. Meg and Tev. Oh, God, we're really nailing this. That was good. Mm -hmm. We missed you guys. Took good. a week off? Took a week off. It was kind of like the Friday to the Sunday for Easter while yeah. they were waiting. That's yeah. kind of what we wanted this past week to be like. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of sacrilegious. Like cheesy. That was that belongs um, on like a John Chris video. Well, seriously though, we did miss you guys, and we're excited to pick right back up and yeah, get this, the ball rolling. And um, if you haven't yet, go check out the previous. How many videos? Have a we done? lot, but don't check out the last one. The last one was like not very good. It was a little rough. But this one's gonna be We're really gonna be good. on it. The next ones are gonna be good. And you guys, I'm really human. Tevin is not. I am. I'm so I struggled <laughs> and I couldn't shut up last video because I was tired. So here we are. Here we are. Um, but this week we got a, a pretty heavy. Very. Um, a very heavy and very serious topic. Um, and this week we're gonna be covering something that's near and dear to my heart yeah. that I know is near and dear to your heart as well. And that is mental illness. Yeah, and it's honestly been so requested by you guys. I feel like a lot of times, even outside the context of these videos, you guys reach out to me regularly about mental illness. Um, you guys know that Tev and I run the Hope and Love. It's all about mental illness. And so I think it's been a topic that you guys have been eager to hear about. And I think Tevin and I, our hearts are prepared to talk about it. This is one that we really sat down and took a lot of time to prepare and thought out and prayed about. So um, I hope that you guys get a lot from this. I hope you learn a lot. I hope you guys feel um, peace at the end of all this. So, yeah. Yeah, and I know right when we hear mental illness, it's something that some people might want to like run from the hills, uh, yeah. run for the hills and just kind of get away with, or, or oh, like I'm not gonna watch this video because maybe that doesn't relate to you. Um, because the, the statistics are that mental illness, which is just really an illness of the mind that can affect your behavior, your mood, different things like that. And there's so many different mental illnesses that we'll jump into a little later. Yeah. Um, but it says that one out of every five people struggles with mental illness. That's still such a high statistic. Yeah. And maybe you're the one out of five. And if you are, like, I, I really want you to know that you are not the only one. Mm. But if you are the four out of five, um, I want you to, to know that this video is just as much for you as Absolutely. it is for that one out of five. And don't turn it off just because you're like, this doesn't affect me. It does affect you because whether you see it or not, there's somebody in your life that's struggling. Yeah. Um, and I know we're going to get to share a little bit of, of our struggles um, and really just attack this subject. Um, but to, to be honest, I think that when we sat down to film that last batch of videos, we had mental illness already marked out of, we're yeah. gonna do this. And I, I think like we were at a point- one of us were like ready to talk, like we were, our hearts weren't quite ready to tackle the subject. Yeah, it was, it was very heavy. And I know for myself, like when we were talking about doing that, it was just so real for me in that moment. Absolutely. And it's something that I don't even think that I was ready to talk about because I was walking through it in that season. Yeah. Um, and you'll learn very quickly and we want to be authentic and transparent. Um, for me, depression and anxiety is something that I've struggled with 
um, for years and years and still walk through. And I know that you've seen that. Jack, your husband, has seen that in the seasons that I've gone through. And um, our, our community around us has really helped me through that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, just want to be open and honest about that and the different types of mental illness and really just attack it broadly um, and not try to take too much time, but spend time on it. Right. Um, Absolutely. And really talking about it. Yeah, for sure. I agree. So you guys, we will be looking at our phones some throughout this just because we want this to be very, I don't want to say strategic, but intentional with each thing that we cover today. Um, and so I think it's important that we kind of dive into number one, the types of illness that come along with mental illness. Um, so I'll let you take that. Yeah, there, there's plenty of different types and there's the common types that we hear about a lot with depression, anxiety, um, schizophrenia, bipolar, but other mental illnesses that we really want to attack as well is eating disorders, which I know that's a huge, yeah. um, something that's huge on your heart, and addictions of any kind. I believe in research shows that these all fall under the category of mental illness. Um, but it, it's important to understand, and when we hear mental illness and depression and anxiety, I want you to understand the difference between mental health issues right. and mental illness. There's mental health issues, which we all go through in different seasons of our life, in different times yeah. of our life, whether that be um, seasons of sadness, depression, where we're walking through this and it's a season that we go through, or, or when we're stressed out and anxious, everybody yeah. experiences anxiety and anxiousness. Especially but, moms. Mom anxiety yeah. is so real. It is so real. It's an attack from the enemy. But again, I don't think that is something that falls as, as real as the attacks can be. It's a season. It's a very seasonal thing. And I don't think that it quite falls under the category of somebody who genuinely deals with severe anxiety that is a chemical issue of the brain. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it, like you said, it's very important to understand the difference between it. And I think the reason why, you guys, is because as someone who has struggled with anxiety, right, mom anxiety, um, seasons of sadness, of just walking through life, I cannot look at Tevin and say, I know exactly what you're going through. Like, I can't look at Tevin and, and say, like, I have dealt with depression. I have dealt with anxiety. Have they been crippling at times in my life? Yes. But has it stopped me from living my life? No. So I can't look at something, and it's very important having family members who do deal with depression, who have attempted suicide. It is very important for me to not look at them and say, I know exactly what you're going through. Because I don't. I don't know what they're going through. And I can't take away what they're walking through because I think I understand. Now, when it comes to an eating disorder, that is that's like a touchy subject and it's still a touchy subject for me it will always be something that I feel like I deal with that I feel like I walk through in high school I, I struggled with bulimia some to this day to modern day right now you guys watched me walk through a really heavy season of anorexia um, last year and then to this day it is still something that I wrestle with it is still an issue where I don't like to step on a scale and I don't like to look at like in mirrors and 
in my mind I will think like well, if I just skip a meal or if I know I'm not in the gym I go to just not eating and it's this really awful like back and forth balance that have, at times have crippled my life. It has stopped me from going out and hanging out with friends because I know I'm required to eat. Because I know if I'm around people who know me, who know what I've dealt with and I'm not eating, it's going to be questioned. And it's something that I have unfortunately gotten very good at kind of hiding or suppressing or kind of dancing around and being honest with people that I know and love. And so I think it, that is very important to recognize the difference and really having a mental illness versus experiencing issues with mental health. Yeah, and the mental illness comes and it's it's realized when that mental health problem that you're struggling with or a mental health problem such as depression or anxiety is more of your life than not. Um, for me, I've, I've had to, to learn that, that, that walking through depression and struggling with clinical depression and severe bouts of anxiety that most of the mornings when I wake up, I don't feel like getting out of bed. I feel this weight and I feel like I can't move and it's been crippling at times. Um, but that's not to minimize anybody that's walking through a season of a mental health issue. Absolutely. That this video, we I wanna give some, some ways to get through not only mental illness, but also if you're walking through that mental health issue, because either way, I think it's important that you have people around you and that the people around you recognize it and see it and that you feel comfortable reaching out to, to them, but also that you can recognize in your friends, in your Absolutely. family, hey, if this person seems like they're going through something or this person seems like they're walking through something, it's something that I, I want to give the opportunity for people to be able to see and and know more about. And yeah. so there, there's some simple ways that when it comes to mental illness that you can recognize it in people's lives, that you can recognize it in family and reach out to them and help them. And I think one of the biggest things that I would encourage is being researched on the subject. Absolutely. That it, it's very simple. It always surprises me when I talk to people and they're like, I don't know how to tell if, if I'm struggling with depression or if somebody else is struggling with depression when we have this amazing thing called Google. It is just and tried and true. If you just Google, hey, what are symptoms? What are signs? It'll pop up right away and it's like so at the top. easy. Like you almost don't even need to click on a link. Like usually it has yeah. it like listed bullet points right there for you. Right there. And it, it's very simple to just go through that and be aware of those things that, wow, these are symptoms. And it's things that you would be mind blown to see. I know for myself that those symptoms are spot on. Right. That it's like these symptoms are like, if you're around me, you will see those and you will be able to tell when I'm walking through that and, and when I'm struggling with that. And so it's important to be able to understand and see when somebody's going through that. And with that, I also want to give, if you know somebody that's going through that and walking through that, be there for them. Absolutely. Um, 
and that doesn't mean that you have to have the answers. The, uh, no, nobody wants you to have all the answers. They just you're need not you to be have there. The answers. Yeah. Like you're not gonna have the answers to fix it. Yeah, and it, just walk through it with them. I know for me, and I shared it a while back and I think our second video or first, I don't remember when. Yeah. Um, but I had a season of my life when I was um, 15 years old that I was going through a lot of things with my family and struggling with a lot of things with depression and anxiety and I got to this point where I wanted to, where I attempted to take my own life and I had somebody come into my life and it's a, a good friend still a very good friend of mine and he stepped into my life and he walked through life with me yeah. and he didn't know what I was going through he didn't know any answers but he walked with it through me and he stuck by my side and it was exactly what I needed um, to get through and he carried me when I felt like I couldn't get up and uh, and it really changed and I would even say saved my life in a lot of ways all because somebody was willing to walk through it with me absolutely that even when I tried to push them away they didn't walk away yeah that even when I wouldn't open up that they didn't walk away yeah. and if if you're walking through or if you know somebody walk through it with them and one of my biggest pieces of advice that I've learned from kind of my own life is if you're going to be there for somebody, or if you're gonna say you're gonna be there for somebody, be there. Absolutely. It's better to, to follow through with that and say, hey, I wanna walk through this with you. I'm gonna be right by your side with it through you, with you through it, then say, I'm there, and then never, never show, show up. up. Yeah, or just show up like once or twice. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also one of those things when you're supporting somebody who's walking through it, um, that it's really important to like have an open line of communication with them, to ask them like, what, how can I best support you? Mm -hmm. Like, how can I best love, like, love you well in this season? And what does it look like to walk through all of this with you? Because everybody's gonna be different. Yeah. Some people are going to want to talk while you listen. Some people are not going to say a single word and they're just going to want to be in the presence. I know for Tevin, he has made it very clear to Jack and I when he is walking through depression, the best thing for Tevin is to simply be around people. Doesn't mean we have to be doing some like big extravagant thing or going anywhere, but simply surrounding himself with other people so he's not alone and in isolation. Um, I think that's probably tried and true for just about everybody yeah. um, walking through any type of mental illness and making sure you don't feel like make anybody feel judged or less than or condemned or a burden or absolute a burden i know for me when i'm walking through seasons where i'm like really battling eating and the issues that i'm walking through number one i get into counseling if i feel like it's becoming a weight that i can't carry i get into counseling but jack knows hey i gotta go with meg to these counseling sessions and sit I don't have to say anything. This is not a couples counseling session. This is me supporting Megan because I know she doesn't want to do this alone. And uh, Jack has really pinpointed the proper way to address it with me. And because automatically, when it comes to an eating disorder, you it's different than depression, right? Like you're choosing to, to while you're not choosing, 
to have battle an eating disorder, you're still choosing to not eat. You're still making a choice. It's not an easy choice. It's not one that you like to do, but it's easy to get defensive. It's easy to be like, ah, like leave me alone. Like especially if it's something you know you're walking through, you know you've dealt with, and.、Uh, I would say, even when I'm walking through little bouts of it, that doesn't mean I'm backsliding. That doesn't mean I'm in full-blown anorexia. It just means, hey, Meg, work on it. Be better. I'm here. I see you. I think when Jack tells me that he sees it, <laughs> that I'm like, like not like, oh, gotcha, you're caught. But I see that you're walking through this, and like I'm here. And, like we're gonna get through this together. And so I think it's just so important. That you sit down and you ask the person, "What's the best way that I can support you?" Because it is gonna just look so different for each person. Yeah, and I love what you said about counseling and that kind of、uh, want to move forward with how to help somebody. Talk to them about getting professional help,、mm. either seeing a counselor or a therapist,、um, and really getting help from professionals. Whose job is that? Right. If, if when I had my knee injury, if one of my best friends said I can I can rehab you and I can get you back out there, I would have been like, yeah, right. There's not a chance, and there really wasn't because there's professional physical therapists that I needed to go to to get healthy and to be able to walk again. Right. And I think the same is with the mind that we can be there and we need to be there for our friends, but we also need to tell them and help them get professional help. From people whose jobs is to help them with their mind and with what they're going through,、um, and it's such a big thing. And I know there's this stigma about seeing a therapist or a counselor or getting help, and I just want to get rid of all of that and say there is nothing wrong with getting help. I love counseling. Yeah, <laughs> counseling's my favorite. It's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to not get help. Absolutely. It, like you need to get help. You need to get plugged in, and and like you said, Jack going to counseling with you, making sure that they they go, and maybe you have to go with them. Right. You know, I've I've had friends that I've needed to go to、um, AA meetings with, and I love that because I want to be there for them. Absolutely. And help them, and not judge them, and and it even gives me a deeper understanding of what they're going through and how I can be a better help for them.、Yeah. Um, and, and so when it, when it comes to helping somebody, help them get help.、Mm. And if you're going through it, if you're struggling with depression, anxiety, any mental illness, get help. It's okay to get help. I get help. You get help. Like、yeah. we all need it, and it, it's so, it's so needed, and、uh, it is real. Yeah, and it helps absolutely. And I think also, guys, Tevin and I really wanted to touch on this because this was probably, I think, one of the, one of the points that meant the most to us,、um, especially in Christian culture. There is a battle between medication and Christianity. And that doesn't need to be a battle. Like it needs to go hand in hand with one another. I've been on medication at times. It comes with. It doesn't mean that you're broken beyond repair. It means that there needs to be a season where things need to level out, so you can hear the the voice of God.
Bottom line is, when I was in rock bottom season of my life and I was put on an anti-anxiety medication, I couldn't hear anything. I heard just like the loud noise of my life. It was just low lows, high highs, and I had to be, so, I somehow had to be leveled out. So I went to counseling. My counselor suggested, Meg, and this is from a Christian counselor, Meg, I need you to go and I need you to see a doctor. It's time, you need to get on something, doesn't mean it's forever. But it was so crucial for that season of my life. And my best friend has been on them. It's amazing how many people have actually taken medication and not said anything because they feel shame. God is so good and he has given us things like modern medication. He has given doctors knowledge and wisdom. And if it's not necessarily medicine, y'all, for all my oily people out there, there are essential oils that indeed will help, that, that will help come alongside of you. I'm not saying you need to run to a doctor if you're somebody who deals with more of like what we were talking about earlier with mental health issues, with kind of like seasons of it where it's not ruling your life, but it's definitely starting to affect your day to day. There's alternatives, but the bottom line is if you have severe depression or you're having thoughts of taking your life, you need to speak up and you need to talk to someone and you need to get the proper help that you deserve, which might include medication. And if you have anybody in your life that is telling you that medication is so not good, you're, it's a bad thing, you're not a Christian, you're not leaning on Jesus, you're not counting on him, then you might need to reevaluate that relationship because God is not smiting you for being on medication. I don't think God looks at us and thinks, well, they're less of a believer, or they're less of my child, or they're less of the person because they're not relying on me. Absolutely not. That's not the God that we serve. If you've ever been given that type of um, like flack from someone, I just want to like really break that down for a minute and let you know that could not be further from the truth, and there's nothing wrong with you for taking medication. Yeah, that's... I think for so long the church has said, you need to be on team faith or team meds, you pick. Yeah. And that's just not the case, that our, our body, that we as humans are made up of mind, body, and spirit. And those three things have to work in this triune beauty together. And I, like you said, I believe God has given us the, the, the doctors, the hands to craft different things, to make medication, to, to, to develop surgeries, heart surgeries, lung surgery, whatever. And I, I think that, that the medication has become this common grace from God that if used appropriately and if researched um, well, and if, if you know what you're getting into and the doctors are, are know what they're talking about Absolutely. and you see a psychiatrist and, um, and you, you figure out, I think it can be this amazing thing. I know for me, um, like my medication is the gym. Like I love working out and I know, and I've figured out what that does for my body, but I, I've understood that I have to take care of my mind, my body and my spirit, or else I'm gonna be unbalanced and there's gonna be things going on. And I want you to hear this, that if you struggle with depression or anxiety, or if you're on medication, whatever it may be, that you are not a second class citizen in the kingdom of heaven that you are loved. And what the devil wants you to do is, I have, I love the show Fixer Upper. I love it, that's Joanna guilty Gaines. pleasure. I'm not even, Baby girl. but 
I love when they go into these beautiful neighborhoods and they see the house that everybody thinks is beat down and run down and nobody wants anymore. And what the devil wants you to do is think that in your current situation, in your current state, that your life is not even worth it, that you should just give up, that you are run down, that you, you are worth nothing. But I want you to understand that there is a carpenter and he has two boards and some nails and he's walking down your street and he looks at you and sees worth and he sees your value and, and loves you. And he purchases you with his blood on the cross and those nails so that he can have you and so that he can fix you up. He doesn't want a future version of you. He doesn't want a fixed up, non-depressed, non-anxious person of you. He wants you right where you are and he loves you. And if you've ever had anybody tell you that that's, that's not the case, that, oh, if you struggle, you're just not close enough to God, that is a lie from the pit of hell that smells like smoke. That, that, that couldn't be any further from the truth. And I know this because I, I love David. And a lot of people love David for the different, oh, he's a hero, like David and Goliath, he's a king, you know. But I've been able to relate to David because I read through his Psalms and I see that this is a man, a man after God's own heart. That, that's what he's declared by God that struggles heavily with depression, that has these super high highs and these super low lows to the point where he's even, he even talks about wanting to take his own life. That this is a man that struggled with this. And I love reading through this and just being able to say, like, see, in the midst of my depression, in the midst of my sadness, in the seasons that I feel furthest from God, that I'm in the same place that David was. That, that my depression can bring me closer to God. That sometimes I, I feel lucky because I'm like, I get pulled so close to God that some people will never get because they've never been in the season of desperation. Yeah. That they've never been on their face crying out to God saying God I need you that they that they don't get to experience that and I feel lucky sometimes and I don't want to take it for granted I want to understand and I want you to understand that that let it pull you closer to God that God wants you right where you are and and another thing like to, to help you get through it um, that I got from Mother Teresa when Mother Teresa died and We'll finish up with this. Um, when Mother Teresa died, the Time Magazine released some of her journals. And in these journals, for 10 years, she talks about this horrible depression that she was feeling. And that for 10 years, she didn't feel the physical, tangible presence of God in the season of depression. And that in that 10 years, that she had to remember, first and foremost, the truths that were implanted in her heart before she went into that season. And so if you're not in a season, dive into the truths and know them. But she also said how she got through it was by serving others because it took her focus off of herself and focused on others. And she saw God working in other people's lives. She saw that she saw God working in people's lives while she couldn't feel him working in hers. And if we struggle with depression or eating disorders or a lot of the times we focus on the man in the mirror while at the same time hating that person that we see in the mirror. Oh my gosh, yeah. 
And if we serve and we focus on others, it takes our focus off of ourselves and on other people. And we can see God working and the love. And I know for me, like one of my biggest things when I'm in seasons and I try to do it, even if I'm not struggling, is just serving and kids ministry, being around other people that I can serve, that I can give whatever I have to, um, because it, it takes the focus off of myself. Absolutely. And, and it makes a huge difference. Yeah. But all of that goes to say that David, a man after God's own heart, a king, the guy that's David and Goliath, Mother Teresa, everybody knows Mother Teresa, whether you're yeah, Christian or not, you know, you Absolutely. know Mother Teresa. I go that to say, and with us sitting here, that if you are struggling, you are not alone. That you are not alone. That there are people every day that you walk past that are struggling too. And that the fight that you're fighting through is worth it. That just keep fighting, keep going through it. Um, we're here with you. We're fighting every single day. Um, don't give up. You are more loved than you can ever imagine. And if there is breath in your lungs, there is hope for your life. Yeah, absolutely. And couldn't agree more with everything that Tevin is saying. And you guys, there are so many resources. Um, if you have questions, feel free to reach out to myself or to Tevin. Um, if you're having thoughts of suicide, you guys, there are helplines that you can call right in that very moment to talk you through what you're walking through. Um, but just Absolutely. know, yeah, just know that you're you're so loved. You're so loved um, by us. But more than that, like you're loved by the Creator of this universe, and He calls you His, and He calls you His beloved, and He means it. He means it with everything in Him to the point of the cross. So. Love y'all. Love you guys. Um, that's a heavy topic, but it's a good one, and I hope that this sparks conversation and good dialogue between you and the people that you love, especially yes. if you know of anybody that's walking through it. But, um, yeah, we hope you guys have a phenomenal week, and we'll see you all next week. Bye, guys.